allow me to introduce myself. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Well, y'all came a long way. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. This platform, the reach y'all have that you've earned, makes space for somebody like me. You guys have a direct line to the culture. Oh, my God. Charlemagne and DJ Envy? Damn. Yes, you are. Hey. All I do is read about the Breakfast Club. Really? Every morning, That's good. you guys are trending. Every, uh, you know, I drag my ass out of bed. I'm like, uh, what happened on the Breakfast Club today? Get, get your ass up. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Brandon from Maryland. Brandon, what up? Get it off your chest. Man, I was just calling and talk about the versus battle, man. Like, um, I don't really like the direction it's in now, man. Like, before, when they used to do the battles, it used to be about, like, the artists, and they tell the stories of how the record got created. Now it's like a, a concert you watch on TV. I disagree with I, I you, like sir. I love I love verses now. I feel like the last two verses have been great. I love that yeah, audience I like the there. I love them performing the records instead of sitting down cooling. I love it. I don't. I, you know, I, to yeah, each I his own. But I love it. Yeah, maybe it's just me then. I don't know. I, yeah, I read, like it, it might be like if you was in person, it might be you know you get the, nah, get the even, different feel. Of even watching through the phone, it's, it's, you hear the reactions and. And them talking back and forth, I enjoy it. I really like it. I be feeling the energy. I love it. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I got to each his own, like I said, but I like it. I like the live performance aspect of it. Hello, who's this? Yo, Butterscotch Butt Envy. Big chocolate to toast. Uh, How are we feeling, family? <laughs> Butterscotch Butt. Dang. Hey, big chocolate. So listen, uh, two things. Thanks, thank the Lord for my blessings. And I got to say this. A Comedy Central. Half a brain Charlemagne is ashy short and Charcoal Black. How in the world did he get a TV show like that? But you are going to put me on the show, right, brother? Nope. God is good. And uh, so when you ask that question, how did I get a show like that, just know God is good. Okay? <laughs> Hello, who's this? It's Ryan from Columbus, Ohio. How you Ryan, doing? what's up? Get it off your chest. Yeah, man. I've been trying to call y'all for a few weeks now about this problem I got with my girl, man. I'm confused on what I should do. What happened? Man, so we both been working hard. We uh, we finally got our her mom's crib and we got our own crib together. So we've been working hard. So she, I feel like she deserved to go out, go have some fun with her friends. You know, it's been a while. You feel me? So she didn't want to come out till like six in the morning. So I'm just confused on what I should do. Like you know, I went off on her. I left, but then you know, I came back. It's still confused on them. What was she doing? Should I be worried or let it go? Just because it's a simple fact, you know, she don't go out like that. So I'm like, you know what, do you? A typical, you know, a typical man would be like, oh, nah, I need to know where you at at this time, at this location, yada, yada, yada. I'm just confused on that. Where was she? I mean, she claims she's with her friends. They went out, went downtown. Uh, she said she went to the Abbey, but, you know, just basically telling me she do things that she usually don't do. So... I mean, I try to be a good man, just let it go. Like, you know what, you've been working hard. You know, you got your, a your STNA license, so you, you deserve it. But, you believe her? Mm, one side of me does, the other side of me don't. Just well, because it's a, it, there's a path to it. Well, I'm sending you healing energy, brother. What's All the right? past? <laughs> yeah, he said it's a past. I'm, send, I'm sending you healing energy, you know what I mean? But, hey, always know that if it's something there, it'll reveal itself. Like, what's done in the dark always comes to the light. Trust me when I tell you that, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, well, sir. would you? What is she saying? Would she ever do that again? Because if you have an issue with it, you know, you guys have to discuss moving forward. Now, what? I mean, she knows if anything like that ever, ever happens again, then you know, you know what time it is. But... You ain't going nowhere. <laughs>
Yeah. Right at your watch and don't know what time it is. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Knock it off. I mean, she a good woman. You feel me? Just, I just that's just something that really confused me a lot. You know, like that's something that just don't happen. Especially if you two live together, y'all both bringing in the income, you know, all that good. Shit. So it's like, this ain't you. All right, man. All right, brother. Good luck. Uh, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. I listen to y'all every morning, man. Peace, King. Hello, who's this? Good morning. It's Sean from Brooklyn. Sean from Brooklyn. Get it off your chest, bro. Man, they're talking about this weather and global warming. I mean, let's be real. They show us every day and they tell us that they're controlling the weather. Look at Dubai. Dubai had 122 degree heat. (laughs) They made it rain. They tell us what's going on and then we sit there and listen to the other rhetoric after they already told us what's real. I mean, they did say that in Dubai. They said they needed rain and it made it rain, which was crazy. So, I mean, you might be on the little something. I mean, I'm just keeping it 100. They tell you, but it's up to you to pay attention. It don't cost nothing to pay attention. Hey, they might have made it rain, but they didn't make it 120 degrees. They didn't make it 120 degrees? Understandable. It's going to be hot. It's been hot since the beginning of time. (laughs) No, it has not, sir. This is some of the highest heat on record. What are we talking about here? 120 degrees is not normal. In the next 10 years, things keep going the way that they are, which I don't see how they're going to reverse it. Things keep going. We might not even be able to go outside in the summertime. You know, you know how much 120 degrees is? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was 120. Though. I think he was exaggerating a little. But at the same time, they're creating the heat because they're doing it. It's all about money. It's all about money. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, and the weather in Dubai is usually about, it goes from uh, 100 to 106. And he says, rarely does it go to 112. Oh, no. Italy, Italy got, I think it was Italy that got like that this summer. Italy got to like 116 degrees. Hello, who's fact, this? 119. I'm looking at it right now. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is uh, Jay from Las Vegas. Hey, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. Man, I just want to ask Charlamagne, how, what's the, what's the white privilege card you guys are always talking about? What does that mean? What's the white privilege card? Yeah, what do you, what you always talk about? What does that mean? Uh, white privilege card is always getting the benefit of the doubt. So what's the black privilege card? Black, for me, a black privilege card is just a privilege and an honor to be black. That's all. It's something spiritual. I tap into... You know, the spirits of my ancestors and know that, you know, there's something greater controlling me and mine. I always say white privilege is something systemic. Black privilege is something spiritual. All right, Charlamagne. You have a best day, buddy. Thank you, sir. So he wanted to know. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or blessed so you better have the same energy we want to hear from you on the breakfast club hello who's this yo dj envy charlamagne the god angela e good morning good morning good morning so what i want to get off my chest i know dj envy you go through this all the time what's that i'm half black people come up to me they ask me what my nationality is and they assume that i'm spanish puerto rican but my dad's black my mom's white it gets me frustrated sometimes. I want to know what you do about that. How um, the hell would we know? You talking about me? I don't pay it oh. any mind. I, I don't pay it any mind. I mean, I, I I don't care. I mean, it doesn't bother me. It's not like something like, oh my god, this grind my gears. No, I don't care. I, you I, don't I, like when people say you Dominican? Uh, so I, I joke back. I'm saying I'm black, but I don't, it don't upset me to the point where I'm gonna go in the corner and cry. I what do people ask you? They ask you what? They ask you what are you? Bro, yeah, make up your mind. I'm not. You just you just said it's not a problem, but now you're I saying you're not he Dominican. Have to get that mad and that upset. I Wait, I'm trying to understand his. So people just say, "What are you?" Yeah, they ask me what my nationality is. I'm like, I I I tell them to guess, and they usually go a Spanish, Puerto what? Rican. And well, you told them to guess. 
You should just say I'm black. Or, I wish Envy would. I wish Envy would humor me one day and say. Guess what I am? <laughs> no. no, I understand though. He's annoyed that people come up to him that don't even know him and just say, "What's your nationality?" Like, yeah, I get it. It's annoying. I, I, thank you, brother. I don't have a problem. Like, I, I, I never really understood why people get mad at that. There's so many nationalities and so many people. If you see somebody, you want to ask. Why does that bother people? I, I don't understand. Well, he's bothered. He's inquisitive. Like, what are you? Oh, you're this and that? Oh, okay, that's dope. Yeah. I mean, they're entitled to be bothered. But if you have something in your mind, you know what I mean? Like, if you in your mind you know what you are, I can see why that would be annoying. Because mm-hmm. you think you would hope everybody else sees it, too. But what are you, Charlamagne? Black. 100% pure God. Okay? You don't look black to me. Hello, who's this? Look more on the white side. I'm, 90, I'm actually 97% West African. I've done my Af- uh, African ancestry. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on? It's Phyllis Brown. Listen, social media is just an everlasting chase of approval of, approval of people we don't care about. That's right. How we did you know them. everybody was going crazy over it? Where'd you see that? On the article. If you're on YouTube, Google, anything, all they talk about Facebook. Yeah, it was news. Like, it was on CNN, MSNBC. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So Facebook you don't now. use social media? Nah, not like that. Because, you know what I'm saying? You start comparing yourself to people who just put up the highlights. It's bad for your mental health. I literally, I said, I, I told Duval this about a week ago. I was like, yo, when did social media become like a university of higher learning? Like, I remember 10 years ago when it was literally just a playground. It was literally just a place we went to have fun. We unplugged. Yeah. People don't unplug no more. Nope. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. Y'all, my man, hmm. Country Wayne y'all. and Zay Tovin, aka yes, Dripping Zay. Y'all, 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 Charlamagne. I've been waiting to get on your, you know, oh, I came here and I want to sit in the chair with the artists who ain't don't need nothing. That y'all, I'm the first artist to come in here like this. Y'all, no record or nothing, no record label. Me and Zay, y'all. Hold on, now. <laughs> so this, no, he, so Drip is a whole other person. Y'all, y'all, Drip, y'all. You haven't seen Drip doing his thing? He got merchandise? I got merchandise, everything. I'm going to get money. I just dropped the EP, everything. Yo, I'm hot out here in the city of Atlanta, y'all. Wayne, I'm going to be honest with you. I just thought you was... Drip, my bad. I just thought you was getting so much money, you just was flexing on people. Because, you know, sometimes people get to a certain status, they change their identity and everything. No, that was you. That was you. You switched. Y'all, we seen your money going. You shine brighter. Like, you got brighter and everything over here. Literally. You got yoga. I seen the money, and I'm like, you one of my motivators. I like Charlemagne. Yo, you one of them that I watch, and be like, that money make you do something different. How you get the name Drip? Because I was born with it. I got it too. This flawless diamonds in the Rolex, y'all. This fifty six thousand. But I, I was born with it, and everybody didn't have it. Everybody ain't born with it. They have to go buy it. Yeah, I'm about to test and see if the jewelry real yo, right now. Yo, so let's just warm up. T- test them, yo. Warm up. Get his yo. teeth too. Hit his teeth. Yo, <laughs> Angela Yee, yo. Because you, you looking young and rich, don't make no suggestions. Because he's not touching my mouth, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've been waiting on that toast, though. Yo, yo, this the real one. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Yo. Oh, shit. Look at drip. Look at drip. Look at drip. That means it's real, real, isn't it? Yo, you want the VVD Let me try to watch. Let me try to watch. Oh, yo, don't flawless. It'll tell your machine. You got a machine for the flawless? 
Yeah, okay. damn, yeah. And you, and you want, yeah. Let me do the air. Let me do the air. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. No. You got the drink. Nah, that, that you ain't got no Put it on up. Put it on no. up. Drip. Put it on up. This in the stove, y'all. Hold on. There you go, my guy. There you go. Okay. 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 Everything in the glasses. Let me put the diamond in the glasses. You want some? Oh, there you go, there you go, there you go. Oh, wow, that's drip for real. Let me go in your mouth. Come on, Charlamagne. Now, you since you talked about the women, let's discuss that yo, for a second. Yo, All right, because you have a song where you said you can't be your Russell Wilson, but you can be someone's future. Yeah, that's what I can't be your <laughs> Russell Wilson. That's toxic be, as f yeah, yeah, they're toxic, but that's what they like. See, when you toxic, it bring the toxins out their body. If you ain't toxins, them juices don't flow the same. Okay, if okay. If you toxic and she know you toxic, she gonna say she don't like you, but a different fluid come from her. So I'm just being real, <laughs> off the real. Like, I can't be your Russell Whisper, but I could be your future. You won't <laughs> like the things I do, but the way I do it to you, y'all. That's actually a dope-ass double entendre, though. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. real. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yeah. I'm, I'm not f***ing in the, the, the future. You gonna have a good time and all that for however... Just, just count your times, enjoy it, because you don't know how long it's going to last. But you're going to be able to say, I ain't going to lie, I had a good time. I probably went on vacation. I probably went mm -hmm. to Miami, but okay, I'm okay. not going to stay there all day. And we have children that take pictures in white robes. That ain't that ain't me. That's Russell. And di no disrespect to Russell and Sierra, where they living, but you know, I could be your future because I'm out here in the streets. You wouldn't want that one day, though, to find you a good woman, a wife, and settle down and nah, have a family? Nah. Bunch nah. of little drips running around? Nah, yo, I, yo, the driplets, yo, I, yo, yo. <laughs> they they running around, but yo, I just can't be there all the time. I get bored. Like, I don't think you're supposed to wake up every day with the, like, the same woman. Like, God, I don't think he meant that for everybody because that's morning, bro. And morning mm. breath will take you out of here. So I know that's a sign you don't <laughs> supposed to be sleeping together all the time. Because like after the moment over, you really want to be like, bye. But I'm a realist to say that. Like, yeah. go in the other room, y'all, and I see you another time, y'all. Okay, okay. But, you, but that turn you on because you mad. When I leave, you like, I can't stand home. You know, but if it's just all that every day, you're going to get bored. True, you true. You got to put online like it's real, but it ain't. Y'all. Let me ask you this, since you've had this drip for so long, Yo. and you a ladies' man, Yo. has a woman ever got you for something? Like, you put the watch down in the hotel room, yeah. or... Yo, one got me for 15 rights. Woo! Yo. Cash? Yo, 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 15 rights, she got me, y'all. And she got me good, and she she ain't doing good right now. What you mean? Yo, she she looking bad. I seen her on social media. I was like, oh. Because God's spun the block for yo, you. Yo, yo, so, yo, he, he got her out the way through the paper, but I don't know what she did. She must have used it literally. Yo, like he's bought something else for somebody else. Yeah. Yo, but she yo, she got me for 15 rights, Angela Yee, but you know, y'all, that ain't nothing. I spend that on you, y'all. I, yo, <laughs> I really want to come here because you looking good, y'all. Now, listen, I'm not going to lie. I heard your song, you one of your that. songs. You're going to let her curve Yo, you she, like that? She, she going to let her curve you, you like that? We're going to get dude. right back to it. You think I ain't on yet? Yo, speak to me. Yo. Because I do see you pay for trips and everything, right? Yo, oh, yo, the paper is good. What the, you got? I keep oh. the paper. That ain't nothing. Big drip. Digit pocket. I'm finna spend this in New York. What the store? Yo, I was just gonna spend all of this, yo. I'm disappointed you got 20s, though. Yo, that ain't, oh, that's for Give the cow. Give all those to Yee. Give them to Yee. That's for the cow driver. Get all the Yee. Yo, Yee, we gonna know she gonna get the cards. Yo, she gonna get the cards. I'm gonna let her spend it all. You can have the account number. 
Just not my phone crop. You drop a hundred. It ain't nothing, y'all. I leave that in here. Oh, leave it then. Leave it. Don't worry about it. Leave it. Leave it. I'm leave it for the broke rappers. So when they come through here, we can can I put it in your cup? There you go. Leave it for the broke radio personalities too. When the broke rappers come through and faking like they got it, y'all. Drip lips on for you. Just manifest that. Manifest that honor in their cup. And there's no drip came through here for y'all. Cause y'all, y'all, I ain't flexing y'all. All right, we got more with Country Wayne and Zaytoven. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Yee. Okay, so when it comes to your children's mothers, right? Because mm-hmm. you take care of things. What is it okay for them to date? Yeah, they can other date. Guys? Let me take this off. Cause you can ask a hot question. <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen, my baby mama go get anybody they want, still gonna pay their bills, they can stay there. They don't have them before. Because I be, um, sometimes when I watch that sketches, I was like, because I love watching you online, because it uh-huh. is like watching TV already. Mm-hmm. But I be looking like, there's a little bit of truth in some of this, oh, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of like, the little jealous things. Yeah, baby mama <laughs> get jealous, they don't get jealous of I'm each other. I'm talking about you getting jealous. Oh, me? No, 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 see. Do you I, ever get a little jealous? Do I ever get a little jealous? Me, uh, it's hard for me to get jealous. To the point, you know, probably back in the day when I was young, but mm-hmm. we don't been through. I don't see my baby mamas with other guys uh, after I don't left them. You know what I'm saying? So at this point, I want them to live their best life because I'm darn sure gonna live mine. Like if they find a man or whatever, I pay their bills and everything. But if they find some, but it's hard to find another Wayne though. You know what I'm saying? I know it has to be intimidating for anybody they date too to be like, well, this is my child's father. You yeah. know, you ain't gonna find a Wayne. And then you be doing songs where you be like, uh, that's my ex, but she still let me hit. Yo, yo, you ain't gonna find no way. <laughs> every every ex I had, every, every ex I had, I never find another way. I treated them too good. For real? Yeah. Not no women. I wasn't with though. Okay. I'm talking about the relationships I don't been in. I don't been in like three real relationships, three and a half. Since mm-hmm. since we known you? No, uh, like in life. No, since y'all know me, I only been in one. Who was that? Jess, hilarious. Yeah, Jess. Oh, Big yeah. Jess. All yeah, right, Jess. what up, yeah, Jess? Jess, shout and out to Jess. And at least y'all cool with each other now. We love to see that. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're not again. Nah, me and Jess cool, okay. man. I'm always cool with it. How right? you f***ing that up, man? Jess a good one, man. Man, listen, I'm a good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the catch. <laughs> Yeah, I'm country way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the one. <laughs> hey, I'm country way, man. Me and Jess is on, you know, hey. Hey, hey man. Hey, just, hey, we cool, though. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. It's going to be hard to find another Wayne, but... <laughs> The Wayne, Wayne know Wayne know what to do. I'm blessed. So now, what's next after this EP? Are you uh, planning to do? Oh man, drill, man, drill. It will be probably be performing at the Hip Hop BT or something that year. I'm finna take him. He just hot. Like I just know, you know what I'm saying. He got the people, and I know what to say. He got a voice where he ain't got to make no hit. So so drill, man, drill taking over. Like I ain't gonna let drill fail. He owed me some money. I don't put some money. In. Congra- congrats to you too, Zaytoven, for being named one of the fifty greatest producers of the twenty. Oh yeah, man. That's, that's, that's big, big, man. That's, that's big. big. Appreciate Shout it. Out. Shout out. I man. was scared, man. I ain't gonna lie. When I seen that list come, I said, man, watch, I'm not on here. Really? <laughs> yeah. You thought they was gonna front on you? Why? Because the South bias, maybe. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. one of those things. You know, I've, I've been doing this for a long time, and a lot of times I feel like I get looked over. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's all good. 
So yeah. that was big. Up, for me. I ain't even know that. Zay. Yeah, that's big, man. That's big for me. Well, you been try to go up on the price. Yeah. That's right. Last year's price been up. The price been up. Put some emphasis on that. Yeah, fifth graders. I ain't even know it was a list when the list came out. So you think you're getting your proper respect now? I, I believe so. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe I get what I deserve. And what I, are some things that you haven't done yet that you like, okay, I still got to get this? Oh, uh, I didn't work with everybody possible, really. And to me, things like what I'm doing now, like what I'm doing with Country Wayne, it's like it's innovative, it's new, it's something that somebody else ain't doing. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's what has kept me around for so long. Yeah, I think my first big song was So Icy in 2004. Dang. So to even be lasting this long in the game and still relevant, I feel like each year I go up a notch. How did, I know this old, but how did the how did that Gucci Jeezy versus feel to you? Were you there? I was there. I was, okay. man, I was dancing on the stage the whole time. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, right yeah. there with Gucci, and it, you know what I mean. It was just amazing to to be there because so icy was the song that that made everything pop off. And I remember at the time, but we was fighting. It was like a real fight over the song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So I'm tied, but I'm tied to Gucci. Me and Gucci work with each other every day. This is my bro. So for the song to blow up and then it almost get blackballed to come back years later and, you know, it be one of the biggest verses that you see and to be right there, you know, is unexplainable. You know what I mean? I will say it got a little, you know, a little tense in the room. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, you know, it's definitely dope to be there. So at at the time when I I think the story was Jeezy wanted so icy for the album. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you had to sign off on some of that too. You probably wasn't. I, so I couldn't they put sign pressure? off. Man, okay. I was couldn't hear in the barbershop at the time. Wow. And I'm getting people come to pick up, pick me up. Like, hey man, come roll with me, bro. Cause you know we gotta get the paperwork signed. I'm like, well, hold on. I can't sign the paperwork with you. Me and Gucci, this Gucci song we did this, you know, together mm-hmm. at the crib. So it was just one of them things where I was just stuck. Like it was a blessing. I got my first big song, but at the same time, I'm kind of nervous because it's like, well, dang, I do want to be on. Jeezy album, I know this is going to be the biggest thing going, but at the same time, this is me and, you know, this is what me and Gucci do. Like, you know, this is something me and Gucci put together. Man, that says a lot about your character. Jeezy <laughs> had a bad boy deal going. He had the death jam. The thing going at the time. Yeah, yeah, he was red hot in the street. Like, that says a lot about you, bro. But me and Gucci, though, you got to think me and Gucci like brothers at this time. Mm-hmm. He at my house every day. We recording with each other every day. So ain't no way in the world I'm finna, you know, do something with these people over here. And and cut my cut my bro out. I ain't no way in the world. So nah, country so. Wayne is Zaytoven, aka Dripping Zay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for pulling up, brother. No problem. Appreciate, Appreciate it, man. you, man. It's the Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, y'all? It's DJ MV for nearly sixty years of quality coverage. Make the right call and go with the general. Call eight hundred General or go to thegeneral.com to get a hassle-free quote today. The General Auto Insurance Services Inc. An insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just No, no, us- no. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Friday. And the freaky, freaky, freaky Friday question comes from 7th Street, who stopped through early in the week. And uh, her and Angela Yee was having a little conversation, and, John and Charlemagne jumped his uh, little ass in. Let's hear That's a lie. Well, if his penis is small, then you can put it. You can try anal, but don't do it if it's too big. Really? Okay. Yeah. But okay. I don't want the I don't want the finger penis for the rest of no. the acts. But maybe if I try it, you know. What the hell is a finger penis? Like something that's come on now, Charlemagne. I don't know what a finger <laughs> penis. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up your fingers. 
And now look in your pants. <laughs> that's a finger penis. Oh, you that's mean like hand, the side of your finger? finger? Yeah. yeah. That's not cute. First of all, the only reason I ask because I never had heard that term. You know what I mean? So I like to learn new things. All week long, and he's been wanting to talk about this, but he's been like, yo, man, Angela E's not here. Can we discuss the topic? I'm like, yo, let's just wait till Freaky Friday. We based it off the Seven Streeter interview, and now we're here on this radio asking people if they've ever experienced a finger penis. Now, Envy, before we get into the topic, do you have a finger penis? That sounds like that's something I should go to human resources for, but... It's a topic of discussion. How can you ask other people but don't want to be asked yourself? That makes no no sense. No, I do not have a finger penis. What about yourself, sir? I don't think I have a finger penis. But if you, if you don't think that means you have one, no seven inches. I've never seen nobody with a seven inch, three four finger, or eight inch finger, and this I definitely is, got more girth than all the fingers on my hands. Well, let's let's. This is awkward. Let's go to the phone. Why lines. is it awkward? I'm not talking to you about your penis. Why? Five eight five one zero five one. Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's Mo. Hey, hey Mo. Mo, have you dealt with a finger penis before? Okay, so y'all, I was in college, right? It was my freshman year, and this dude was in a fraternity, and usually said fraternity is known for being, you know, nasty and this, that, and the third. So it was, was a cue. The cues, the cues, the cues. Shout out the cues. Come on now. Come on now. Don't do that. So anyway, went to the party, met the guy, started kicking it, texting. Then probably about two weeks in, he invited me over to his crib. He took it out. I said, pack my stuff up. You got to take me home. We're not doing it. Wow. Damn. So what finger was it? <laughs> you make- um, I'm probably going to go with, I won't say pinky. I'll do ring finger. I'll ring give him ring finger. finger. Damn. Wow. What, if yeah, yeah. what, if, what if he'd have pointed to the door with his penis and said, well, go that way? <laughs> well, then, hey, it is what it is. But he definitely ain't getting none of this. And then from then on, on I had a thing where, like, I had to kind of like size it up my, first, my myself before I even did anything, and now size it I'm up? content and happy. All right, hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's up? What's your name? Freddie Fingers. Yeah, my name G. Oh, what's okay. up, G? We're talking. Uh, what's going on, Charlemagne? What's going on, Anthony? What's up, bro? You We're ever talking- experienced the finger penis? <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't experienced none of that. I got a finger penis. Oh, okay. Uh, I like the honesty, the self awareness. Tell us more. Ain't nothing wrong with a finger penis because, uh, you know what I'm saying, it's just how you work it. Okay. You know I, I was prepared from a young age, so uh, I learned how to basically work my finger penis, you know? So do you tell women beforehand? Do you let them know, like, look, you know, I got a finger penis? Uh, No, nah, I, I kind of psych the mind for it. Talk to me. I kind of probe. What I do is uh, kind of see, you know, see who, I, who I'm, I'm liking. I mean, you know, I kind of ask questions beforehand. Yeah, because you should prepare women for uh, that disappointment. So they're not disappointed. You don't want them to have an expectation. Hey, 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 hey. Nobody's just, hey, no, I, I haven't disappointed since 19, 19-something, man. I mean, I'm pretty good on mine. Okay, give us one tip. You got to work it. got to get that G-spot. Give us one tip you uh, on how to use your 11th finger. Tell us, what's one thing you do that's good? You, you can't slow stroke too much. Oh, that makes sense. You got you to gotta, gotta, gotta do it like Rapid a, like fire, you gotta do it like a rabbit. Rapid fire. I get it. Okay. All right, Charlamagne. Exactly. I didn't need to see that. Okay, I understand. Exactly. All right, well, thank you for calling. So, you know, so if, if you imitate the, the rabbit, you, you, you might be better off. You know. Okay. Well, ho- hold on, bro. I think you and Charlamagne can bond a little more. So you hold on, all right? Hello, who's this? Brittany. Hey, Brittany. Talk to me about the finger penises, man. Yeah, we can't give him a finger because that could, you know, a middle finger. Point. It's strictly a pinky, the smallest one. What? <laughs> Listen, this is just a this is just a hookup that would have turned into something more if there wasn't a pinky. 
But it gets better. A few weeks later, I found out my aunt was dating his uncle. They were related, and it runs in the family. Wow. Pinky penis is hereditary. So clearly she's not with him anymore either, but yeah, I guess so. We got to stop the pinky penis shaming, though. Yes, we no, we don't. I mean, there's nothing a man oh, can I do about it. You can't do nothing about it. They're born like that. You can't shame the man because his penis looked like a pinky. You and can't I bet, do that. I bet you he was. A, I bet you he was probably a terrible person too, wasn't he? No, that's the thing. He was great. But how do you? You can't have something you don't feel. Wow. But see, don't you feel like you might have missed your blessing? What do you really want? If God sends you a good man and he's a nice person and he treats you right, but he got a little pinky penis, you mad? Like, shouldn't you figure out a way to work that? You can't settle, though. I have a great man right now who does not have a a finger at all. What about an extendo? That's what they need to do. They need to make, like, extendos for men, like weave for men, so we can have, like, an extension. I think they do. They got surgery. You got to do that. No, you can't get no surgery for your penis? I think you can. No, you can't. Ain't no PPL. You can get a surgery for anything nowadays. No, bro. Ain't no surgery to make your penis bigger. We just stuck. You can get a penis surgery. Call Dr. Miami right now. You can. I think you can. I don't believe that. But God bless that woman, and God bless all the women dealing with finger penises. We got another call? Yeah, let's take one more. Hello, who's this? This little boy, Jay. How y'all doing? Good, good. You dealt with a pinky penis before? No, no. Why y'all let Angela Lee sit up there and pee me shame like that, man? That's messed up, man. Oh, you relax. Small, relax, you, gotta... you little hitchhiker. You must got a thumb. You got a finger penis. No, man. I'm, I, I got three kids, man. I'm good. My wife ain't never had no problem. Okay, okay, okay. So why are you upset then? Yeah, put her on the phone. Because, man, because, Dad, like, we could just look down at our pants and be like, eating up trucks and growing nonsense. Oh, I murdered well, thank you for calling. And I'm sorry for your problem, bro. Lord have mercy, sir. Your wife still loves you, though. I thank God for my penis size. I really do. I'm not the biggest, but you know, man, I ain't got no pinky. Boy, what you supposed to do with that? <laughs> what you say, Taylor? <laughs> Taylor, get on the microphone. What'd you say? If you got a pinky penis, you should do what? Just rub it on, you know. And you, but usually, you know, guys that have pinky, uh, they're really good at oral. Okay, that makes sense. If you had a pinky penis, that's what I would do. I'd just rub it on the Let's start a fire. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you, can't, you can't say that, but all right. Well, rub Jesus it. Gracious. There you go. What's the moral of the story, picky penis guy? Right, the moral of the story is God bless everybody, man, with finger penises. We ain't trying to shame y'all this weekend. But have a good, have uh, have the best weekend you can. My goodness. Okay? All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Dear God, give me strength to get through this interview. Maintain my mental stability, support everybody in this room and all the things that they do. Dear God, I know I come to you sometime in desperate situations, but that's what desperate n****s do sometime. In the name of God, we pray. Amen. Amen. What's up? Chillin', sir. Damn, that what's up sounded aggressive. <laughs> no, I don't know what's what, up. the only that? time I ever went to sleep thinking about an interview. <laughs> what you think about? Huh? Well, first of all, start the interview. Andy. Well, we all, Donnell Rollins is here. I know y'all started interview when y'all testing my nose downstairs, sir. Mm. I know y'all was praying for a positive. I know y'all was <laughs> praying for a positive. They, they, they tested your nose? I know, you know what they did. They my nose. Like, I've been getting, my nose been getting for the last year and a half. How deep they go? Huh? How deep did they go? Dear God, give me strength <laughs> to make it through this interview without any negative injury. No, I, did, I, I, I got one one time, and I said, how deep you going? And, and the guy said, until I feel resistance. Yes. Well, no, no, you had COVID, so you should know you. Not- All right, first off, that was a horrible transition. 
<laughs> no, but I said you're not going to think you're going to test positive if you already just had it. No, not necessarily because with, with the crew that we've been rolling with, we thought like once you get COVID, you not a free pass, but you got the antibodies in your system and you wouldn't get it again. Mm -hmm. But that was proven wrong because a couple of people in our team, they got it for the second time. So. Did you give it to you? No, I didn't give it to you. I you, think her squad gave it to me, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, somebody said, Donna, how you got COVID? I said, it probably was at karaoke night yeah. when we did karaoke, and I was singing a DMX for like an hour and a half. That might have And it was like, who gave it to me? Rest I was in like, peace. It was, it was Natina, Yee, Shonda, Koya, about three Kims. <laughs> <laughs> they all had it? No, nah, I'm not saying they all had it, but listen. Oh, God. It's certain things you can crack jokes about. That's Correct. not one of them. What, COVID? And, yeah. Get the Donnell, you, <laughs> Mr. Too Soon. Get the f out of here, no, Donnell. No, I do crack. I crack, but it was a different situation because it was all. Because you got it. No, nah, it was all funny games, <laughs> too. Like, this is the whole thing with COVID. Not that it's all funny games, but it don't really hit home until it actually hits home. And then the case with us being in Yellow Springs all summer where we was testing every day, and nobody came up positive. So when it kind of hit our bubble, it was like, oh, sh this sh is real. And the first thing you do, you, you're concerned about your friends and your loved ones. And hopefully everything was okay. And in the case that when the bubble was um, busted in Austin, we was lucky enough for everybody to be okay. So I don't take it lightly. I don't crack jokes about Man, it. Man, Donnell, stop. Since when? I'm not going to lie. Donnell, now be honest, because we had a group text going, right? right as people were getting COVID. Right, right. And it was very, like, a lot of prayer hands in the group text. You know? I had to get off that thread, son. Yeah, but then once everybody was okay, you started making jokes. You started the jokes first. Oh. Now, last night you said you couldn't sleep. You said you were dreaming about this this interview. Yeah. Why couldn't you sleep? Why? What were you The reason about? why, because we all know I've been very aggressive on my jokes on Too Soon, on my Instagram page. Mm -hmm. You be making jokes? Here's an example of it. He don't acknowledge the fire, son. What are you talking the about? The fire. Son, you know I've been smoking for a year and a half, son. When? All right, this is a good place for me to cut this. Well, when I do my version of this interview, I'm going to cut to it. Then I'm going to do a montage. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know what I'm he's talking do, about. Okay, I'm going to so, do a montage. So, he so you couldn't sleep last night. Now, because you've been doing all these jokes. Go ahead. Yeah, I was doing all these jokes. And then this, I won't say this is a, a very anticipated interview, but people want to know, like, what's the deal with you in the Breakfast Club? And wherever I go, whatever platform I speak on, I always say, I got love for the Breakfast Club. You're a liar. It, that yes, is I a lie. Anybody tell you that? I say I got a history where everybody, and we'll get. We, you we, said, we no, just you usually say you have love for Angela Yee and DJ MV. That's right now. <laughs> okay. I was like, these are past interviews. Okay, okay. And I still got, I got, I still got love for Charlemagne. What you mean, still? Why would you not have love for me, Donnell, ever? Because you're disrespectful. <laughs> you put an ass in my face for 32 minutes of a 20, 39 minute interview. That never happened. Yes, it is. <laughs> And Here now it's go going again. viral again. Let's go to the videotape. <laughs> it never happened. Let's go to the videotape. It never happened. You know? And then I was like, and everybody's like, okay, what is the situation? I oh, you can work it out. Can I answer? Okay, whose question am I going to ask? That, that was the question. I was just Nobody asking, asked, you asked anything. And I, I, and I was like this. I don't want this interview because I was I haven't been here in a year. Mm -hmm. I said, I don't want the interview to go array on any stupid right? Array. Right. And I just want to explain like my <laughs> feelings on the relationship that I have with The Breakfast Club, with Angela Yee, DJ Envy, and fleece, right? I see that. <laughs> I just, I just was. And these, these nicknames, I don't get these nicknames. I don't create these nicknames, son. Mm -hmm. The Booty Bandit, that was one of the another all-star. The Warrior. Ever. The Booty Warrior. No, the exact name of it. Don't disrespect. <laughs> fleece is legendary. Like fleece he like, don't say my name wrong. Fleece is legendary as well as you're legendary, you know? And I said to myself, how did this all start? How did it start? It, it started with you motherfuckers. Me? Don't try to give me this serious journalistic 
Look, you plotted jokes on me every time I came in here, Envy. Every time I came in here, like, y'all got behind it, y'all get, get together, you're like, how we gonna get him? How we gonna get him? This went on one interview, two interviews, three interviews, four interviews. We have never plotted interviews. on you, Donnell. You're making all this tape. stuff Who's up, Donnell. This? Let's but go Donnell, to you fell for it a lot. And it was, I, didn't fall, I didn't fall for none of it. When I fall for it? The time that no one was laughing at your jokes, you fell for that. I didn't, then when you thought everybody left, Except I me. fell for that one you too. Yeah. That. No, I didn't fall for that one. My situation, the reason why I'm here right now, because I'm being Caroline's this week, and the show's almost gone. I came up here because I wanted to show all the love. <laughs> so, I wanted to show all the love. But I come and support you all the time. That's my point. Me too. <laughs> when? Don't yell that and look at me. When? Donnell, stop. When? I've when? been to your shows at Caroline. You, I came to Radio to City you to see to... you, and I said you was the funniest person on that stage, and Dave him? Chappelle was oh, there Dave that Chappelle. night, yes. Marlon Wayans, right. Cedric right. the Entertainer. Yes. And with that said, you would think that we have a different level of respect for each other, understanding that this is what this motherfucker do, he's good for it. No. After we did that, here come the booties. So comedians. The booties came, the booties came out. <laughs> Yo, Donnell, you're the funniest. You was on stage so with listen. Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. You was the funniest one that night. Now take this ass. Is that how you reward your friends? Now Chris Rock wasn't there. That might be how he Okay, it was David Marlin. So listen, hmm? so a comedian is mad that people are joking with him? Okay, first off, and you've created this narrative that I'm a sensitive comedian. I created that? Me? No, you didn't. We you're have to talk about that video, Your brilliant too. idiot friends did that, all right? I don't know. Oh, okay, Donnell. No, you Donnell, you created that narrative. No, no, no. You created a narrative that I'm sensitive. And guess what? Most comedians are sensitive. And I'm a Sagittarius, so that's double sensitive. So you are sensitive. I, I'm like Ralph Trasvan on 10. Right. By the way, before Brilliant Idiots, me and Donnell had a text conversation, I remember, because I was in the air airport. And this is the first time I realized you really was upset. I was upset. Okay, and I started texting. I was like, why are you so goddamn sensitive? I wasn't sensitive about what? You, you I don't remember get... what he was talking about. It was one time you left here and you texted me and you was like, yo, y'all got to stop disrespecting me, son. No, I need a reason, serious no, interview, no, son. No, <laughs> and that's what I want. And the reason why I'm saying after a career of 30 years, I think I could find more things to talk about than a booty in my face. <laughs> that was one said, time. No, but it went on and on. Then you walked out on me. Now, I will say, <laughs> now, I need y'all to admit liar. this. We never I need for out you guys to admit this, though. That day when Donnell came here for a real interview y'all did leave and he had his shows to promote and y'all really did not do we've never walked out on Donnell you're just yes, lying go to the videotape this is gonna he be did, a very interesting did. interview alright we got more with Donnell Rollins when we come back don't move it's the breakfast club morning everybody it's DJ Envy Angela Yee Charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club we're still kicking it with Donnell Rawlings. yeah ask your question right but you walked out on uh, a, a interview right why? Why did you walk out on the? I'll interview explain that this interview. This is the thing. I'm, I'm being serious. I'm not joking. I'm just. Are you gonna let me answer the question? <laughs> I, why are you getting so sensitive? I'm doing Chris <laughs> I just want to. Can What's we? Chris, we don't be doing that motherfucker. We gotta continue. That's right. Reduce your anxiety. Remember, and remember what we talked about because Dave. We when you just performed here in New York yeah. with, with Dave Chappelle, he was like, "I'm concerned about Donnell coming up to the Breakfast Club." <laughs> why? No, listen, you I'm going to ask the question. I asked your question. Okay, the question say. was, <laughs> did I walk out an interview? You, why? Why did you walk out an interview? Okay. What was that podcast yeah. called, Donnell? Oh, that podcast it was Kill Tony podcast. Kill Tony. And boy, you were so happy when you got that video. I know you was like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see it. You. Okay, we're not going to be honest. Are we going to be honest with each other? We are. Can you get a different face? No, I'm asking. Can you do a different face? I'm asking a question. No, you got the mother. Oprah Winfrey <laughs> going on, son. I'm not going to cry. Want a you Prince Harry? No, why you got to do your face? You don't want a serious interview. No, no, no. I'm saying. Okay, seriously. I'm concerned. You walked through. I want to know why. Okay, I'll explain to you why. Yes, Tony sir. Hinchcliffe is a good friend of mine. Tony, right? okay. Yeah. He has this podcast called Kill Tony, right? Mm -hmm. and, in, and in the podcast, 
what they do is like a group of uh, amateur or new comedians, they put their name in a, in, a, in, a, in a jar, right? You pick your name, you get to perform for two minutes. When you perform for that two minutes, me as a person that's uh, uh, critiquing them or giving them advice, I can't say anything until they finish, right? About a year ago, I did that interview. And then one of the guys, young guy, David Lucas, who was a very funny dude, I knew he was going to try to roast me. So I started roasting him. I killed him. I got to stand and know. So mm -hmm. I was in San Antonio because Kill Tony moved his operation to San Antonio. And he's been begging me to be on the, be on the podcast. So uh, I was excited about doing it because he's my friend. And the thing that really made me excited was that his band, it used to be a white band. It was an all-black band. It's all white performers the whole night, right? A black comedian finally gets on stage, and I'm showing them love. I didn't, I didn't tear down any of those young people. The whole show, I gave them good, sound advice, somewhat of what I did for Mastery of Comedy. Yes. Shout out for that. I gave them good advice, right? And I don't know if the the black dude, I'm not even going to say his name because I don't even Don't wanna, disrespect like that. that man. No, because, like, when people say who was it, it's like who. That answers the question. Wow. So he turned around, and I had a couple of drinks that night. He turned around <laughs> and he started roasting me. He was hilarious. Right? Okay, here, he needed his own TV show. Here we go. So uh, he started roasting me and it threw me all off. It felt like black on black crime. You know, I was excited that he was a brother doing it. <laughs> Yo, right? you know, Yo, let me let me let me. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what happened. Tony, yeah, I'm telling you, and this is what happened. Black on black crime. In that process, I'm saying, and I already told Tony I had something else to do. I wasn't gonna be able to be there that long. So I was like, why am I here to get roasted? By amateur comedian that I think is using his platform for the wrong thing. Why you just ain't tear his ass up though? Because I it, it threw me off guard. I don't want. First off, I'm not a roasting comedian. I tell people I get invited to all these roasts, or every year I was like, I tell them I'm too sensitive, and if <laughs> I, I tell them straight up, <laughs> I'm so like, why are you mad that we, I said no, you're sensitive? I'm trying to explain it Continue one question on, at a time. Talk to me, again. So I I. I was a little rattled, and I had a couple of drinks, right? And when Danielle drinks, he is a completely yeah, I do the, person. It's time to party. You know what I'm saying? It's time yeah, to party. So. Hey. So what you saw, the edited clip, that what we call in the streets, the doctored clip that he created and generated. I want it wasn't, you. Are you? You're a liar. Right, okay. The doctored clip. <laughs> the doctored clip that he put together. Me? It, it didn't represent what happened that night. It made it look crazy. like the dude did a joke, mm -hmm. right? And I left the stage. That's what it did. The dude, like. I know it looked like that. That's called a doctored video. Mm -hmm. The same way uh, I put you on Cardi B's face. The same way I have you looking oh, that delicious. Oh, real? You make well, those? I make yeah, those. It's part That's of, my team. All right, we're not going to be, I, I just want an honest interview. Are we going to be honest or are we going to lie? My team makes those, you know, what the videos I be here? posting while I be people, dancing. The streets yeah. are not here for this interview yeah, to lie. All right. So you walked out. So what happened when you walked out? Did they boo you? What did they say? No, they didn't boo me. That's another thing. And then the sequence of events, it didn't happen that way. We had already had our exchange. I stayed maybe 15 or 20 minutes later. And then uh, my sister that was there, Heather, I said, yo, let's get the out of here. I got to go to dinner. I got up. But they got the video clip and made it look like he cracked the joke. He cracked the joke and I got up. That's not what happened. Who is they? He was they. The people. The the Charlemites. The Charlemites. I had nothing to do with that. The Charlemites. The mother that listen to everything this mother I had nothing to do and, with and, that and they made it seem like that and another thing that was very insulting they even they were so desperate envy they found a way to make me feel bad about this little chain that I wore around my neck I defended so you for wearing that chain you did not defend me you're a liar that. your man said Andrew Schultz said a man should never wear a man's check around uh, Necklace around his and neck. I said, I, I said, I wear a Duval chain. I said, that's not what I heard. He said, and, and while he's while he's alive, 
which let me understand that Andrew Schultz don't believe in giving people their roses while they're still living. I wear this chain. It's not represent, represent just Dave Chappelle. It it's a brand. It represents a brand. And I was a part of this brand's yes, history. Yes, you were. Yes, you so were. So I'm not going to tuck it, and I'm going to wear it proudly. When Can we get to the root of your sensitivity? I know. I, I, like, I want to talk. The, to I'll you. tell you the root of my sensitivity. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you're probably the same root of your sensitivity. Yes, sir. Go at my family <laughs> or go at my career, and then I'm going to be up. Uh, Nobody's ever done that. Yeah, you is my did. Family. Your mind is my family. Family. Well, we it's have two family. different sensitivities. You, you. Nobody's uh, going you to like family. So you automatically get another level of sensitivity. <laughs> That's true. Other than me, light skin <laughs> is like a draw four right <laughs> off the top. <laughs> draw four skin type, sir. But you know, Donnell works true. very hard to do what he does. Dave said Donnell is the funniest comedian. I've said that. He knows. And so I can understand that you work really hard at something. You don't want nobody trying to tear you down. Or no, it's not terrible. Okay, I Donnell, it's person. jokes. I say when you, but you're not the comedian. That's like me. Whose fault is that? Yo, that's like me up here trying to get <laughs> to believe in mental health. Ain't nobody gonna believe in this. <laughs> what? Yeah. They ain't gonna believe mental health coming from me, son. Imagine that well, we switch I roles. I get serious like this, and I post one of those. What level of mental health you are? This is so mental health. This got me crazy. Trying not to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like it's like. I'm not going to come up here and talk and say that I know all about mental health. I know the struggles. I know anxiety. I know all. I'm not going. I'm that. not making jokes though. You try to make. You so try what would you say to Charlamagne right now? If you want to clear the air, we start over. Say what you want to say to Charlamagne. Get it off your chest. I don't want to start over. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep going. I'm real? about to drop a video as soon as I get out of here. <laughs> the only reason I didn't do it because I thought you were going to cancel my listen, interview. Listen. I had eight joints just stacked up, son. I was like, Can I hit him with this. Let me tell you something. Donnell, I want to say, this I, is a real listen, interview. I love Donnell. I've said Donnell funniest all the time. I just don't like you him being so said, sensitive. There's nowhere on record where you said that all the time. In fact, when I come up here and I try to tell my when I was coming up here trying to promote Soul, which won an, won an Academy Award and swept <laughs> on all awards, I try to tell you about that and I was talking about my father. You laughed in my face. You, me? You the just had another baby. Shout out to your annual uh, baby shower you about to have. You laughed in my face when I talked. When I brought my book out here, you laughed in my you face. You didn't have a book. Okay, now, all right, all right. Let's start. back it up. Let's it back it up. It was a start. As a, as a neutral, Daniel, as a neutral person, I will say this. Mm -hmm. A, yes, MV should not laugh at his father. I watched you what on your uh, that show on Netflix. But B. He did. You don't pay attention. <laughs> I never heard that. Yes, I never heard that. Yes, Let's go to the video. Boy, I can't wait to put all this but shit that book, that book was not ready for you to show us. That book was okay. a pamphlet. It was, a, it was an idea. It was a start, all right? You killed my dreams. And you I know, love Soul. Like, Only part I didn't like in Soul was the barber. Whoever the barber was, like his, the voice didn't fit like the, the body of the like barber. You made yeah. the one that had like the that most stuff. pivotal, iconic scene of the entire movie. You was in Soul? You, you mean the, the role? You remember, you remember the role? The role that wasn't even on paper? that uh, uh, Kemp Power told Pete Doctor, we need to get this connected to the hood. And Pete Doctor said, I need you to write, you write the scene. You wrote the scene. You mean the role that I didn't even audition You was in for. the soul? They put me on it. Des the Barber. Google it. Des I did Barber. not know that. Look that up. You mean, you mean, you mean the role that they're either. possibly thinking about doing a spinoff. That role, well, if you didn't, that's don't true, remember yeah. it. Yes. yes, that's what it was. That is, and by the well, way, amazing for your son to be able to see you in that role because he loves that movie. So my that's... son, like, I, I think I've done things in my career and nothing can match up to anything I've done other than uh, my son seeing me on a Pixar Disney film. Donna, but, can we, seriously though, think yeah. about the first time in your life ever mm -hmm. when you remember the feeling of feeling like somebody was trying you. Do you remember that? Um, I don't. People don't usually try me. So what causes you to be sensitive? It had to be something. When's the first time you walked out of someplace because you was upset? 
Uh, I don't walk out. I never walk out. When you when the first time you felt disrespected? That's a tough question. I don't know how to. I really don't know how to end, answer. Uh, What's the most person? disrespected you ever felt in your life? Dude? When the booty was in my face for thirty minutes. That probably was. <laughs> that probably was. It was. Why didn't you move it? You don't like what? booty in your face. I don't like. Okay, booty in my face is one thing. Booty with the is a whole different level. Son. <laughs> That's the, I don't know how y'all play it. What y'all y'all get y'all off? Your bedroom is your bedroom. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. I, I just don't like that. All right, we got more with Donnell Rollins. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Donnell Rawlings. Charlemagne? Serious, serious question. Yeah. Have I ever hurt you? Seriously. I want you to answer seriously. Yes. Have, I've hurt you before. Yeah. I apologize for hurting you, Donnell. But you didn't ask what the hurt was. Well, was I want to know. <laughs> but I, you, <laughs> you can't just... It don't matter what the hurt was. <laughs> this is a Tell me how I hurt you, Donna. Out of everything I thought I've done in my career, like to, to paint the narrative that this is not funny. Who to, paint did the, that? to paint the narrative, like the times I've come up here, it's like when I talk about the things I've done, you talk about other people. I understand that, but I'm like this. Where is the respect? to what I do. Where's the respect of what, I, what I've, I've established in the comedy world? And and I say that, not just comedy, like all of this shit. Everybody in this room, I did, I've done this. I was at Hot 97 when you was at nighttime, when you was like this shit, I know the money is in the morning. No, no, you're digressing from the question. No, he's, no, he's, 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 got to, he's getting to a point. What I'm, what, me and you did mornings together. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, we did more, Yeah, I know. You used to try to clown me because you think, didn't think I could read out loud. You I got $100 bets. if you could read this right here. I don't want to do that. You can read out loud, Donna? No, I don't need the $100. Give me a house. <laughs> don't make fun of I'm somebody's illiteracy now. This is what we used to do back in the day. I got a hundred. But we got an intro. We, we have don't music do that. Everything, son. Let me don't see. do that. Let me see. Don't do that. Go. Which one? The first, the top. Go. Which one? Down here is Pierre. Oh, wait a minute. I Just wait, it. son. <laughs> down there. You can't say nothing, son. Go. Let me see. I'll give a second chance. All right, hold go. on. I, I'm old. I need to go. Donnell has appeared on the on the New Negroes, the Comedy Central on Netflix, <laughs> Historical <laughs> Rose, <laughs> Frost, and Record Curry? on Frost. Curry it's Bruno. On. All right, see, I got He was on the like Joe Rogan Experience podcast and was featured on TBS, The Last OGs, and Tracy Morgan. With Tracy Morgan. And also, you didn't mention this. He also be. He was also. I'm making. Let me freestyle, son. I won. I won. He will also morning. be featured on the hit smash to be determined <laughs> in the fall. Uh, Black Mafia family. He also will be on an untitled HBO project, the Laker project for HBO. You in the Laker? That's, you in the Laker project? Yes, I'm in the Laker project. Who you playing, Black James Worthy? I play. Uh, <laughs> Let's not talk about Donnell. Tell me who Jay he was playing, but he messed up. Yeah, I thought I was playing. I was so happy. They was like, "Yeah, we got a role." I was like, "Yeah, I'll be playing Ma Magic Johnson's father." Right? Come to. I was playing Magic Fa Johnson's father's friend in it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy. I had an acting gig. I'm like, I'm, I'm out. But what was your other question? Uh, no, no, but I said, no, no, I, I apologize for hurting no, you. No, and he apologizes for radio. So can, can y'all apologize can for radio? No, not hurt, not hurting you on radio. Can not you radio. Not hurt. It's, it's, it's a misunderstanding. It's not. I call Don. I say Donnell is one of the funniest stand-up comics. I actually said Donnell was the funniest stand-up comic at one point. Yo, Even though you? I think Andrew got that now. That's just what? my personal opinion what? on stage stand-up. Okay, first let me let me explain this. See what you are doing. You're comparing the success of somebody, the popularity of no, somebody with skill. the skill set. No, it's skill. No, not you said one of the funniest. Andrew Schultz, no disrespect, he's done a great job for himself. 
You know what I'm saying? He's figured a pivot. He, he he entered the world with you with brilliant idiots. He's a podcast dude. And he found his lane. And I respect anybody. And this was without the help of networks or anything. I respect that. But when you say the funniest, that's a tough one to call. So. It's just for the moment. It changes the right. seasons, right? Right. Now, now listen, yeah. all joke aside, I really do love you and I appreciate you and I apologize if I hurt you. I would like to offer you a gift. I don't it, want No, it's nothing crazy. It's nothing crazy. That's like a booty box. It is not a booty box. Ain't no booties in there, bro. The Come booty. on, it's something good for your mental Black health. It can help you relieve stress, all types of I don't know what it is. <laughs> what? Just my only sub mother What is it? You know what it is. It's the same gift you got and you used. What is it? It's a box of dingalings. You got a box of dingalings. No, you got a box of dingalings. You re-gifted it. You re-gifted it. You re-gifted it. Yeah, how come there's no wrapper on it? Because it's been used. It's been used, It's open. I am so happy we can find a bubble where we can laugh. Donnell, how do you feel about comedy returning to New York? I'm very excited about it. I'm also excited that part of the return, I'll be at Caroline's on Broadway. You're so opening up Caroline's back yeah, up. Yeah, we, 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 we reopen it. I think it's time, you know. It's so like, when, it's Thursday or Friday? Thursday, 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 Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm gonna come Memorial this weekend. weekend. Gotta love it. Well, I'll congratulations be on all your success. Just, what is that? Is I, that the outro joint? No. I'm you, got new, you got a whole new set, I'm sure, after, the, after, after being yeah, with... Yeah, I always got a new set. I, I always have a new set. And um, in a couple of months, I'm going to be doing uh, my special. That's going to be produced by Polly Boy. Man. I thought Polly Dave was going to EP it. That's it, Pilot Boy. That's it. I was gonna ask, okay. What do your friends say about sh your, your relationship with Charlemagne? This is a question I always get. What's up with you and Charlemagne? Like, is it real or is it fake? I say, let's just say it's like WWF, WWE is entertainment. It is your choice to decide on what it is. I do have. That's not true. Donnell really be mad. I do. Behind he te he be texting me. He really be mad. And then, which 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 brings me back to high school where I'm like. I'm gonna pick on the person who I know I'm bothering. That's right. all. Right, and then you gonna pick on him. Then I'm gonna go hard. It's been a year. Like you pick on me. It's been longer than that. Back. I know. I can't. How, stop. how do I get involved? Because <laughs> you always throw me in the mix. Like, like, guilty by association. When you go spray the block, and I always get to the block. You know, like Timmy, watch out. I don't want you. If you stand beside that, you gonna get it too. I'm getting shot. I'm be doing nothing. Yo, well then don't stand beside me. You know when it's about to get hot. Lights don't know when it's about to pop off. Right? Like oh. Am I going to get shot standing beside Charlamagne? Yes. Y'all giggle gap. You just put penises on my timelines. No, he don't. Yes, you did. Y'all put eggplants on my for like three days. Who did that? All y'all did. Y'all would like y'all be like, we finally got him. Y'all do that so whoever's close to it. I think. Listen. I think there's nothing wrong with you in a dating relationship, and I think that anybody who got a problem with you in a dating relationship don't understand friendship or loyalty. They don't understand what friendship is. They don't understand what loyalty is, and I'm. I'm, I'm loyal to him. He's loyal to me. Yeah. And it's not your fault that your friend is one of the greatest comics ever? My friend would say it's not the fault that Donnell is one of the greatest comedians ever. Absolutely. Dave, which Dave, I told you. And Dave will say Donnell is the funniest person I know. He so it means more that. when Dave says it? Uh, compared to you? Yes. It 1, does. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely does. He my mental health. 1,000%. appreciate you for Donnell, I'm not leaving. But you always say, I don't say that, and I say that all the time. I but don't. then you'll be like, oh, this person's funnier than you. This person's funnier than well, you. I'm doing that to f with him. He know I that. Know, but he yeah, it that's what I, that's why I do what I do to f with you. And it's it's not, the minute I leave this, I'm posting some <laughs> Well, Donnell, we appreciate you for doing No, no, I don't want you to tell me to go. Give that so. back to I'm Donnell. walking away. I'm walking out. Donnell, we love you, no. and we value you, and we appreciate you. 
and Donnell Rollins should get all his flowers. And I appreciate this interview because you could have easily said, F that, I don't want him up up there, but... Uh, we did I, say I mean, that. Did. I know you but we, I told, we, told, we told him to tell you we canceled right. just to f*** with you. You don't understand. My thought was ready. <laughs> when you said that, I, I was like, this old nigga. I was like, this boy, you got the license to kill right now. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. What happened was they did try to cancel it. Right. So I hit Donnell, like, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. And then. We did that on purpose. We and we and I took to... a deep breath. I no, took no, a deep breath. He did. And you. then he was like, all right, I'm going to just chill out. I'm not going to say nothing. And then, they, and then Eddie hit me back and said, okay, we can do it at nine. But it was like an hour later, and I was like, oh, we did that the I had to you. go check his timeline to make sure he didn't post nothing. I was, gonna go, and, I was about to go blast. And then we were going to cancel you again today when you was downstairs. We were going to take late. the camera nah, down I would have been real mad about that. <laughs> <laughs> I got <laughs> great to go to Yellow Springs right now. It was a thing about being desperate to do this interview, because this interview for me was to promote my show at Caroline's. But I don't like how you said that just now. It, it's the truth. I think the fact that we bear gifts is a great thing. I don't want your gifts, son. You, you can't give anybody a gift of <laughs> nigga. Fool no. that for, save that for Lil Nas. He's going to be up here soon, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Stop it. You don't what? want, listen, you don't <laughs> want. Lil Nas don't like So you don't want God. You know what? You don't what? want, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. What else? Donnell. Okay, okay. Donnell, you I, don't want God? Am I? Am you just I, said you don't want God. I don't what? You say you don't want God. I do want God. You say you don't want gifted What's the acronym for gifted I'm not doing that, sir. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. What's the only only what? him what? would find an acronym for this in the sentence what? and pray with the Lord, sir? That feels I pray that you God, please give me the strength. I will leave us on a prayer down there. Yeah, pray down there. Come on. A real prayer. Come a real on. prayer. Go ahead. Dear God, thank you for getting me through this interview and maintaining the friendship that I've built for over 25 years. God, please give Charlamagne the strength to uh, post mental health every other post and not every post, dear God. DJ Envy, I want to pray for you that you have a healthy uh, another baby, and please get your mother tied up. It's enough is enough. Kia, <laughs> goddamn, how you keep letting this <laughs> keep all the time? Dear God, give Envy the strength to pull up game, pull out game to be stronger. Give a prayer for Caesar. Dear God, I pray that Caesar comes out with a new album. What? The life and times of big pun. This guy. No little pun. I appreciate you, Caesar, because you reached out to me during the pandemic. I appreciate the weight loss you have. I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate what you've done for the community, creating generational wealth. That's it? Pray for my family. Pray for all my friends. And on some real shit. I want this relationship to continue. Everybody in this room has come from somewhere, from nothing and made itself something. The Breakfast Club is one of the biggest platforms in the world, and that's the only reason I'm up here. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, I want to be able to laugh and smile, my friends. Life is too short. Amen. 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 All right. Donnell Rollins. Rollins. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. For nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with The General. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com to get a hassle-free quote today. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. <clears throat> now, I've been called a 
a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day goes to a home inspector in Michigan named Kevin Wayne Van Loven. What a name, Van Loven. If this guy doesn't own a 1992 Ford Econo line, I would be disappointed. Okay, at least a 1997 Plymouth Voyager, maybe a Volkswagen Eurovan, maybe. Moral of the story is he should drive nothing but vans. When your last name is Van Lovin', you only have one vehicle of choice, and the license plate of that vehicle has to say Van Lovin'. Sneakers, too. Okay, when your last name is Van Lovin', you can only wear vans, the old school black and white ones with the jazz stripe. Now, some would say that if you drive a van and wear vans, that's the child sex offender starter kit. I'm just saying, if you profile pedophiles, this kind of fits the description, but maybe I'm making all this up. This is probably a personal bias that I'm projecting, so never mind me. But back to Mr. Van Lovin'. Now, Mr. Van Lovin is a home inspector, and he was inspecting the home of a 22-year-old woman in Oxford Township. He was inspecting the property before a sale. Well, something in that house turned Kevin Van Lovin on. I don't know what type of aphrodisiac he used before he inspected that house. Maybe he ate some chocolate, maybe some figs, some oysters asparagus maybe something increased his libido his sexual function something got him so hot and bothered in that house that he had to pleasure himself right then and there let's go to wjbk fox 2 detroit for the report please before selling an oxford township couple let this man into their home on gill street for a routine inspection they left never suspecting the 59 year old man would allegedly fulfill his sexual urges with their child's Elmo doll. The disturbing sexual act revealed when movement in the child's room triggered the nursery camera. The image shows when Kevin Van Leuven picked up the Tickle Me Elmo doll. The homeowner shocked when she was alerted on her cell phone. After hitting record, she immediately contacted the Oakland County Sheriff's Office. Our deputies confronted him and initially he denied it and then they told him it was on video and then he apologized. He's been charged with aggravated indecent exposure and a misdemeanor charge of malicious destruction of property. But perhaps what's even more disgusting, after abusing the doll, Van Leuven put it back. <gasps> I never thought I would find someone who loves Elmo more than Rashawn Casey, a.k.a. <laughs> DJ Envy. I have so many questions. I know people say we shouldn't kink shame. We shouldn't shame people for what they are into sexually, but that's BS. Okay, that's from 2021. I've been woke too long and I need some sleep because I'm not thinking straight when I'm sleepy rhetoric. Okay, if I can't shame Kevin Van Loven for this, then the word shame needs to be abolished altogether. Now, can I try to understand Kevin Van Loven? Sure. Let's unpack this. How many times has Kevin Wayne Van Lovin sat his ass in front of the TV and masturbated to Sesame Street? I wonder. I also wonder if he sat down with a therapist or psychiatrist. Could he or she bring this back to something that happened in his childhood? I mean, it's Elmo, as in tickle me Elmo, right? And tickling equals flirting. I read somewhere, and by somewhere I mean Google, that from adolescence on, you're roughly seven times more likely to be tickled by somebody of the opposite sex. And the most common reason to tickle is to show affection. So maybe when he was a baby, as in a young lad, he got tickled a lot, and the thought of tickling turns him on. I don't know. Okay, so when you're a creature that is the symbol of tickling, maybe when you see that you get turned on, when you see that that that, that symbol of tickling that is Elmo, <sighs> A lot of people don't like tickling, but tickling is a physical expression of love. So maybe, just maybe, he saw Elmo and he wanted to show his love. I, 
Some people do tickle fights as foreplay. People stage tickle fights in the bedroom. Nothing I'm saying makes sense, does it? Of course not. Okay? God may not make mistakes, but humans do. But I hear stories like Kevin Van Loving, and I know they say don't question God, but sometimes you have to recognize that God didn't give you the same brains he gave everybody else. Okay? There was certain periods in time that God was just creating anybody and anything. All right, Genesis 126 says God created man in his image according to his likeness, right? Well, humans, sometimes we just like to try things. Throw it against the wall to see what sticks. I think God did that when he was creating some humans. Some humans he just created with his eyes closed. Kevin Van Loven might have been one of them. Okay, God made him and forgot about him. So then Mr. Van Loven all these years has been left to his own devices, wandering around life aimlessly by himself without God's guidance only to end up on Sesame Street masturbating next to Oscar the Ground's trash can while Elmo just minding his business performing Elmo's song. Hit that tune for me. This is the song. La, la, Come on la, now. Kevin Van Lovin' is somewhere hot and bothered la, la, right la, now. La, la, oh. To think he wrote this alone. Oh. That's what does it for Kevin Van Loving. Oh. Okay, enough, enough, enough. Okay. Kevin Van Loving is reinforcing all the pedophile stereotypes. I told you driving a van and wearing vans is the sex offender starter kit. You know how many people Chris Hansen caught who fit that profile? And this guy, Kevin Van Loving, okay, you got caught sexually assaulting an Elmo doll in a nursery. That sounds pretty pedophile to me, Okay. <laughs> Elmo is three and a half years old. Do you know that? Three and a half years old, you sick bastard. This is what Kevin Van Loving hears when drunk in love, please. I'm swerving on it. Swerving, swerving on it. Big body been serving all this. Swerf, surfing all in this good, good. <laughs> Let Remy Ma give Kevin Van Loving the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Do it, Envy. Oh, you don't want to do the voice today, huh? You don't want to play Elmo today, do you? I was going to say, well, I'm just curious. You want to play a game? You want to play a game? <laughs> Only if you do the voice. Ask me in the voice. You want to play a game? <laughs> yes, I do. Guess. Let's play a game of... Guess what? Racing! Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Kevin Van Loven, Michigan, home inspector, walked into a nursery in a home, saw a Tickle Me Elmo doll, and had his way sexually with it. Guess what race he is! Angela Yee, start with you. I'll say Caucasian. Okay. What makes you say this with such confidence? Um, I don't know. It's just what I want it to be. Okay. Uh... Rashawn, I want you to do. I need you to answer in the voice the whole time, okay? Okay. Kevin Van Loving. Yes. From Michigan, home inspector. You're very familiar with home inspectors, right? <laughs> he was in a home inspecting. He was in a nursery. Saw an Elmo doll. Had his way with the Elmo doll sexually. Guess what race he is? Let me check. <laughs> White. <laughs> What the hell did you bend over like that for? What the hell were you checking? Looked like you wanted somebody to check you. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Put his mug shot up. Oh, we don't have, we're not on revolt. No. Are we on revolt? We're on revolt. Tomorrow, later. I guess. You both are right. This is absolutely a colonizer. Okay. This is the highest job, levels of man. Caucasianery. Okay, the mayonnaise is very heavy in this oh, story. Man.
All right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you for that talk. You, you got to register as a sex offender <laughs> when you do stuff like this? If you're Kevin Van Lovin? I think my envy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure that, I'm sure that guy asked. Well, no, he probably did. It was a doll. It's a doll. I don't think so. All right. We got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us this morning. Yes, indeed. Andy B and Wheezy from Horrible Decisions. They are horrible decisions. (laughs) They're not from, they are horrible decisions. Someone else is a horrible decision in here. And you be doing some too, right? I'm not, listen, you guys are not horrible decisions. You have a show called Horrible Decisions. There we go, there we go. That is a good question. Where did that name come from? I mean, it's a a pun. It's a play on the word whore, right? But... Mandy and I were trying to come up with a name for like a fun podcast that had to do with sex, but liberation. And so horrible was just a play on the word. And uh, I wanted to call it a horrible night. And she was like, no, nah, because we, we have a lot. We have a lot of horrible nights. <laughs> True. So True. Horrible decisions. You know what I love about Mandy and Wheezy? They represent the essence of what podcasts are, because both of y'all come from the corporate world, right? Yeah, I was an accountant. Uh, so I worked at Goldman and EY. I did public accounting uh, for little over two years and got my degrees and she was in tech and then here we are on the weekends i was literally going into my job from like just having fun Mm -hmm. like buying clothes at h&m to go into the office because that's you know that's the kind of lifestyle she's not gonna want to say this but (laughs) our first episode really came about because we were like man what what could we talk about and at the time there was a condom stuck inside of mandy and i said oh my god that's happened to me too (laughs) and see it's happened to so many women right but we're not necessarily talking about it or putting it on front street, but to sit in the office when, with one up there and then you got to go to the gyno. So that was the birth of our first episode. And although in the beginning it was trivial and kind of embarrassing to mm-hmm. tell the stories, over time women were excited to like join in those stories with us. So. Yeah. How do condoms get stuck in one's vagina? They just slide right off. Men don't know maybe the problem. size. So I don't know if you guys know. Charlamagne has had that problem too. You talked to me many times that, about that, but go ahead. Generally it okay, happens when a condom's too big for you. Hey, so Envy and Charlamagne, you guys had a condom issue too? Anyway, Mandy and Weezy. So the condom, right? So what, because that would seem like, why would a condom fall off? Well, men are like so focused on wearing condoms that are too big for them or buying the biggest one. Men just love to pull out that gold wrapper. In reality, it's way more unsafe because there's too much room and a bunch of jesses could get in, which could lead to STDs. So you really should be wearing one that's fit for you. But when you're not and it slides off, it gets stuck somewhere. So yeah, it didn't come out for two days. So we went to the gyno, got tested, and then they had to pull the condom out. Let me tell you, when you Google it, there are a lot of things that pop up. It's like, bear down. I was, I've, I've squatted on top of the sink. I didn't know what to do. So it has nothing to do with size. When you call your guy, and what do you say? I'm just curious. Hey, God, what's going on? Hey, how you feeling? They've heard everything at the Hey, gyno. there's a condom stuck in my <laughs> health. <laughs> and, you know, that was a birth of horrible decisions. We knew we made it from there. What was. does your doctor tell you, though? He'd be like, this too shall pass, and you just got to wait <laughs> You just gotta wait till the condom slides. Pretty much, up. pretty much. I mean, I've had, I mean, I've had my friends take like makeup sponges out. Like, I mean, we, makeup sponges. Yeah, that's a whole nother story though, and we talk about that on the pod as well. A makeup sponge <laughs> So it's supposed to cause a barrier for right your uterus when you're bleeding, and a lot of uh, sex workers or strippers use it so that they could still work, but. It shouldn't be used for sex. You <laughs> should just give it a few it sh- days. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Or I power through. Wait. Ange, have you ever had something stuck up? <laughs> 
Listen, I think, well, I was going to say with the condom thing, we call that sagnums when guys wear condoms. That are sagnums. Right, and then you have to actually let the guy get it out for you. That's kind of like what you're supposed to do. He's supposed Girl, to he pulled out his cell phone, had the flashlight. That's we the could word. not find it. <laughs> I swear. I, I had the same. <laughs> it made me feel like, I'm like, it's not the black hole. I mean, it is, but it ain't. <laughs> y'all realize he didn't answer the question, though, right? Y'all realize he didn't answer the question. I was explaining to you what's supposed, what happened. <laughs> good at this okay but i did sometimes think that i had a tampon stuck in me because i had um sex the night before and i knew i was on my period and i woke up the, in the morning like where is it but i guess at some point i took it out or he took it out but i did go to the doctor because i didn't know where it was and the doctor was like there's nothing here so many fine. people lose but tampons they're not sure if they took it out or maybe you were drinking you're like where did i put it is it in me that's the word if you have to ask is it me, it's not big enough. Has the podcast horrible decisions had any like negative impact on y'all romantic relationships? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm actually surprised. Like, uh, not that my wholeness has been deleted, but I am just a hope for one person. <laughs> uh, and I've been in a relationship for almost a year, and I'm so happy. But I didn't, I didn't know that it would have been possible. Not with this show. No. Um, I mean, I fell in love with someone that. In the end of it was just like, I can't be with you with this job. And he met me because he liked my job at first, right? Was wow. a fan of the show. But I think really what happens is just, it's not necessarily what the men I date think of me or the women. It's more so what everyone else has to say. People mm -hmm. can't handle that pressure. But that's a confidence issue, a security mm -hmm. issue. You know, I actually had someone mention Ange to me before. It was this girl I dated. She was like, well, lip service, like you could do a sex podcast and just interview people. You don't have to put your business on Front Street. But I think that's what's so cool about the two things, right? Mm -hmm. Like... One podcast is so good at getting celebrities and other people to tell their intimate details, mm -hmm. but we're popular because we share our own. I mean, we've, we've gone on tour, though, and we've met so many women who, who, like, come and say we changed their lives as far as their confidence, as far as their relationship. We've saved them in the bedroom. Um, and so I, I really think it's important what we do. And not to be ashamed, I think there is a lot of shame around sex. So when we come in talking about kinks and opening the idea of non-traditional, non-monogamous type of relationships, we're opening the eyes to a lot of things that we weren't even taught growing up. Mm -hmm. I think that is it's just really, really, really important. I wonder if and God I think for black women in particular, there's a lot more of a stigma about talking about sex. Like white women can get away with it a lot more. Absolutely. But as black women, That's true. Yeah. You know, they're like, you're a whore. Why is she talking like that? She's disgusting. No man. And, or you're fast. You know, that's why that's why I started lip service, just because I felt like black women didn't really have a space to talk about, you know, things that were happening. I mean, that's, go in, Weezy. That's the trailblazing <laughs> thing. You know what I mean? Like you're a pioneer for talking about sex for people of color. Right. Because we've got Dr. Ruth and a bunch of white girls that jumped out and said it. But we're not doing anything new. We're just doing it in a different way. Right. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many celebrities and like or sex workers that talk about sex. But to see girls that got a nine to five and like. Oh, I had a threesome last night, and here I am in the office. Like, that's really our lives. Now we're just entrepreneurs that do it. But mm -hmm. You know, even in the podcast space, right, you got podcasts like Guys I F***ed and Call Me Daddy and those white women can talk about I love that you both of those names. I just what love it. it. That's you not totally the name? both their names, but it's cool. Keep going. <laughs> no, that's not the name for real. <laughs> guys We F***ed and Call Her Daddy. Now, Guys We F***ed has been around a long time, <laughs> yeah, right? I've been like, on the podcast. They're definitely yeah. podcast OGs. But um advertisers aren't afraid of them, even no. though they white. talk about sex and they're white, but they're like even though y'all numbers should, are crazy. You should crazy, talk about that experience with the black effect with us. Yeah, that's what I mean. Horrible decisions does crazy, crazy numbers, but advertisers act like they're scared of horrible decisions. And I'm like, why? It's just it's two black women talking about sex. But you know, advertise with call me daddy, you advertise with guys we f like that's just 
the, that's not bias. I don't know what is. The ideas we bring to the table, like, I mean, we had an episode where a trans woman came on with a man who claimed he was transphobic. And by the end of it, he was hugging her like, you're my sister. Like, we really try to break barriers and show things in a different way. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we also do, we, we focus, too, on kinks. Like, we want to destigmatize the concept of kinks, specifically in the black community. Mm-hmm. So we've had someone who was into a diaper fetish. We've had someone who's come in and... Excuse me? <laughs> Mm-hmm. What is the diaper fetish? ABDL. It's an adult baby diaper life. Some yeah. But what I know is he basically, and he was so eloquent, which made it even better. Because you can't have nobody come on and be like, yeah, I want to in my diaper. Now. He likes to shit in a diaper and have his wife I think change it's pee. His... No, he said he's he's pooped in a diaper. Too. And then she, she takes... with the diaper on? Well, he, he wears it to the gym. He, he wears it to our episode. He loves the feeling of it. Did you guys date somebody that wore a diaper all day long and just wanted to well, I don't like sub. I, I like dating dom, dom, dominant men and um, and submissive women. But uh, I, I, <laughs> what does that mean? Like, if, uh, for, to me, putting on a diaper is somehow a humiliation fetish, okay. right? Yeah, and it's so if I want submissive. someone in power, like it wouldn't turn me on. But I mean, no shade to it, you know. He wants you to wear the diaper. Put this on. I ain't gonna hold you. I would. I would put on a diaper. I would do. I mean, I'm a pleaser. So when I'm with my partner, I would try a lot of things. And I'm now getting more into being a sub. I was super dumb. Mm-hmm. You would put a diaper on if he want to do it. Sure. I. But I. He would have to. Like, I would, would you Google? Yeah, but I would love him to, maybe to put on like one of those furry butt plugs too, and walk around with like a little foxtail. What the or f- is a furry butt? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? So it basically has a tail at the end of it, so that you can see that there's something there. Um, you know, just a little extra additive. You know like what I mean? Like Mario gets the leaf and the ears and yeah, the tail oh come out of Mario. It's kind of like an yes. ornament for your ass. There we go. All right, we got more with Mandy B and Wheezy. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Friday, so you know what that means. It's Freaky, Freaky, Freaky Friday. And yes, we have Mandy B and Wheezy. The leaders of the whore hive, collectively known as Horrible Decisions. Now, what about the time y'all had that girl on the show who got a chain ran on her by the cast star? <laughs> so that was a that was a recent episode. Shout out to Tiana. That's that's a friend of mine. Well, no. So for so for her birthday, uh, she it was her thirtieth birthday, and she wanted to be uh, gang. She wanted to be treated by all of the guests at her party. She she wanted to make it to thirty people, uh, but she only made it to twenty two, and they each got two minutes to treat her with either their fingers, a dildo, or her penis, while she had her man standing in front of her. When Star Wars come into play. Oh, the lightsaber. Someone oh. use a lightsaber. Oh, use a lightsaber. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know what? penis? Yeah. She That's said why her... she stopped. That's why she didn't make it to 30. She said her <laughs> man was in uh, in front of her the whole time with his penis in her matches, so she felt very connected to him. Um, I just want to say my 30th birthday is tomorrow, and I won't be doing anything but see my grandma. So... <laughs> hey, happy <laughs> boy. Get a lightsaber out. <laughs> what did your mom say? Does your moms and your family listen to the podcast? So, oh, our, 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 moms, moms, uh, our moms have been on the show. My mom loves Charlamagne. I don't know We're why. My mom actually came with me to the uh, to a Brilliant Idiots live show, and she, you and Timberlands, listen, she was just like, oh, my God, look how he wears his jeans. And I said, Mom, please stop. <laughs> so, 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 well, I have a white mom, but uh, no, I mean, both of our moms have been truly uh, supportive. They've, they've been to our live shows when we were on tour. They've both been on our shows. My mom shared a story um, about giving a man a heart attack in the middle of sex and having to dress him before the ambulance My came. mom had sex with a man. His legs oh, came yeah. off later. It was bad. 
This is so, whoa, whoa, whoa. Y'all can't be by the storm. Get down, nobody. These are all on our podcast. Let's go to the heart attack first. We got to hit a heart attack. Yeah, heart attack. I, I've never heard this heart attack one. So my mom was having sex with her partner at the time. And I mean, you know, she's older. He was an older man. And <laughs> he had a heart attack in the in the middle of sex. And so she called 911, of course. But she didn't want him to be naked when they came. So she didn't tell them what they were actually doing. So she got him dressed while he was there. And I don't, she's a nurse. So I'm sure she was still trying to make sure he was alive. And then, took, and then when the ambulance came, like she just said that he just had a heart attack. She didn't share that it was in the middle of sex. Did he die? No, he didn't die, thankfully. I don't oh. think my mom would have ever been able to have sex again. Maybe he's uh, listening right now. <laughs> I wonder, did they have sex again? Did your mom have sex with that guy again? Yeah, no. <laughs> she got that killer. I'd be scared of that. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't wait to say that. Hey, wait a minute now. And also, your mom somebody's legs off? Oh, so my mom was an old Studio 54 girl. She was one of the few black people in there, so I felt like everybody wanted to hit. But she said she was out with this guy. She said, you know, he had a cane. He told me something happened in the war, but he was fine. So she went to his place, and she said he had a little limp, but, like, it was cute. And so she said they had sex, and when they woke up, he asked her if she wanted breakfast. And she was like, yeah. And she said he hobbled no, right out. Wait, she said she said she heard a click, click. Oh, click, click. <laughs> he clicked his legs off. That's right. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe back in the 70s. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, he clicked his leg off. She called him click, click. And she said she watched him walk to the kitchen. With uh, yeah, I'm shout out. I'm not trying to make fun of anyone who's disabled. By the way, we've by had way, visually we've impaired had... disabled people on our show. Like, yeah. I just think the click click. She said he put it down. <laughs> she said she don't remember. She said I must have been high if I let that happen. Do <laughs> 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 you think that as times have changed from when we first started the podcast until now that people have gotten a lot more politically correct or had issues? Oh with man, anything? we've had oh, yeah, issues. We, we've had issues just even with conversations again. So like. We were not sex experts. We didn't go to school for this. We've literally grown into just learning as we go. We started this podcast four years ago. And over this time of learning, I mean, from the Me Too movement to the correct pronouns and, and the the trans plight and, and what they experienced, we've been called transphobic. We've been, and that's just from an interview that we had with someone else, but without checking them. So, I mean, we've done a lot of uh, education on the back end as well, just to make sure we're educating ourselves. We don't want ever to offend anyone, but we are also learning with our audience. We're like unofficial sex educators, Here right? We, we are, we're really learning with the audience a lot of times. Like, we had on someone who was non-binary and just the way our brains are working, we want to maybe say the word she or whatever it is without respecting that like this may be triggering for them. And to be honest, I was really embarrassed that it kept happening to, to both of us, but we were trying so hard uh, to get it right. And I think that's the thing is having people watch that with us as much as I was embarrassed of it in the moment, knowing that, like, okay, we're human, we did it, we were able to power through it, and we learned why we shouldn't be effing it up. Even the conversation we have a lot with men and bisexuality, like, men just be like, nah, he gay. It's like, well, nah, why, why it's are we... It's deeper than It's deeper than, deeper than Fluidity is a real thing. That. It's just that we've been conditioned to think that your masculinity is in your hole. And it's and not. It ain't. What? <laughs> Like, men feel like, you know, if, if I have sex with men, I mean, they ain't gonna, I'm, I'm a topper. They're not gonna f*** me in the ass. And it's like, what? Who cares? Yeah, your manhood is not defined by the access to your hole. That's right, Peg the Stallion. Yeah. Power to the Peggers. That's a chapter in the Horrible Decisions book. I need to hear more. So, pegging is a term coined oh, by a man named Dan Savage. It's when some woman puts a strap on on and penetrates a man. And um, pop culture has shown it, like, shout out to Broad City. I think that was, like, the first time people really got to see it. Mm -hmm. And then over time, like, 
when we first started our show, Mandy was like, we can't talk about this. Black people ain't ready for this yet. <laughs> and next thing you know, they calling her Peggy. Yeah, but that's, that's something I, I did in my past life uh, before I got into my relationship. And I mean, I enjoyed it again. Whatever, I, was, I would do it tonight. I, I mean, my man currently is not into it, but he's also respectful to the things that I've done, that I've tried, that I've experienced. And I enjoyed that power. But I also did have a lot of conversations as well with the men that I did it with because they battled with it, if this is something that anyone should ever know and I mean there was a lot of trust there but they did question but I'm a woman listen if you, you can take a finger a woman, if you do something with a woman that doesn't make you gay no, just doesn't. because they play with your hole. but I couldn't look you in the eye afterwards especially <laughs> tell so the truth so just get it from the <laughs> tell the truth Mandy when you see guys that you pegged in the past yes what do you tell your girls like I pegged that no, I mean, I do have videos in my phone. Whoa. But again, anything done in the bedroom, whether someone's into kinks, like I said, we talked about golden showers, diapers. I think it's important that whatever you do, you do it with someone that A, you do respect. Mm -hmm. So I would never feel like I couldn't look someone in the eyes after we shared an intimate moment because there's still a level of respect there. If I shared the bed with you and I gave you all of me in that moment as well. So sometimes no. I get so nasty. I feel like I can't look somebody in the eye. Yeah, no, nah, I look I'll them like, in okay. the eye. I, I kiss them. We'll hug. We'll Have cuddle. you ever pegged a notable figure, like somebody that the world may know? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oof. What field? <laughs> Sports. You're a piggish <laughs> right now. You hate. <laughs> what field? The the field of humans. Yeah. Human beings. Yeah. But people know him. Know like people know this person. You know? Definitely. I mean, definitely. I mean, Sorry. a lot of people know a lot of people. <laughs> is he a rapper? Let's say if he is he a rapper. No, I don't. I've never been with a rapper. So he's probably like a ball well, player. Well, actually, wait, that was a lie. I've only been with one, but he don't really count because he ain't go black <laughs> or nothing. Count. Uh, <laughs> so you a have. Ball You've been with a popular one. How tall? Oh wait, was? I was he with him fine. too. Oh yeah, he was fine. That was like a one night thing in Miami. That doesn't count either. It does. Count. <laughs> As women, we just see. That's why I got my number because I count them. I'd be like, let me put this in my notes. How tall was the man you pegged? <laughs> I mean, that's the tallest man I have pegged. No, the one that's a celebrity. Six uh, ten. Oh, he played ball. <laughs> he played ball. You finished or you done? <laughs> <laughs> that's what y'all say over here, right? I want to know who he plays for. Who does he play for? Why are you so concerned you about who he is? You see what I mean? Because he want to call him. Charlamagne want to call him. I want to know what he's averaging. <laughs> I want to know what he's averaging now. I ain't played with you. He's, he's, you know. He's a catcher. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus uh, Alright, well don't move It's Freaky 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 Friday And we're still kicking it with Mandy B and Wheezy From the Horrible Decisions Podcast It's The Breakfast Club, good morning Morning everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee Charlamagne the guy, we are The Breakfast Club We're still kicking it with Mandy B and Wheezy From the Horrible Decisions Podcast Yee You had to name a number percentage-wise Like what percentage of men do you think like things in their Oh my God, I would say at least 65. I think that we don't know because I mean, people I'm, aren't relaxed enough to try it or then they don't feel like there was someone trustworthy, right? It, like, it has to do with, you'd be surprised, it has so much more to do with the woman, not the man. A lot of men have this trauma of not relinquishing power, not really, not really being themselves in the bedroom. Because think about how women treat you, right? Like if you don't even want to sleep with me tonight or you're not looking at me or you don't want my number, what are you, gay? It's like women perpetuate that homophobia a lot more than men sometimes, and it's like a cycle. Because if men aren't comfortable enough to present something to women in, in an open space, why would they do anything with you? There's a lot of consent issues, actually, that men have with women that they don't say, right? Like being forced to have sex with someone because they don't want to be looked at a certain way. It happens on both sides. But it's, as it pertains to homophobia, though, and doing things in your own 
It's like, definitely, I think women can do that. <laughs> I've always told women um, to always make sure to put something in the guy's because then they can never disrespect you. As soon as they get out see, of line, they'll be but like, but I see, that's pegged the, you. But that's the problem, too. Like, there's so many things in sex that should never be weaponized. You well, weaponize the seat. Come on now. You, no. Yes, you see? How do you yeah, weaponize yeah. the seat? So that's so like like it, like, that yo, that you, you talk to me, I'll be like, yo, but you ate my I feel like that's a pretty normal thing. That's, I, don't I thought that was a normal thing. Maybe I feel now. like I can't say, like, that you ate my He's going to be like, so? Eating Maybe is like now. kissing someone now. Yeah, nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Not four or no, five years ago, I don't ago, think though. so, Fandy. I don't think so. No? When younger artists come up here, they still don't eat they, You're lying. <laughs> well, how do they get you to play records then? <laughs> <laughs> they don't eat that <laughs> they should man like that's why we love people like a Tyler the creator and stuff because they be wild and fun like i'm so tired of that all like i don't do this only somebody gotta edit that let me say when younger artists come up here they don't eat <laughs> and, and now you're snorting. Listen. Every time we have an artist, a younger artist come up, we should play it. <laughs> would you say that horrible decisions and even podcasts like Lip Service, would you say that they're acts of rebellion against like the dehumanization of the black women and how sexuality is represented? That's ownership. You think about okay. lip service, right? I think the thing with lip service that's interesting is when you watch somebody like that, like, and, right, you've been around for years and, like, you're talking about this? Like, it's like, oh, you know, you're making people... <laughs> did that sound really bad? It I didn't did. mean... I it did. It's years kind of... talking about this. I, 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 let me rephrase. I really didn't mean it that way. I meant, like, someone... <laughs> for someone that's a celebrity and, like... Envy's an ass. <laughs> he is. He is. <laughs> Heavy on the ass. I started lip services because there would be all these women who were like video models and in the magazines and you never would get to hear them speak. And so people would just like, you know, be fantasizing over these women, but I wanted to show who they were like personality wise and give them a platform. A lot of times it would be like guys interviewing them and it would be a different type of interview than when you're with your girls. But, but I also that was, love that you did that because I mean we there was a whole joke like hoes read books too like people assume like because we we suck we can't have degrees or go to school or be intelligent or be smart because we like to do certain things. I, I don't really feel like I've ever had to dumb myself down for horrible Agreed. decisions, but people may look at it that way, right? Like they're always shocked when we say we've got a job, which is hilarious. You know, Mandy and I both own multiple businesses and have employees and and really work at our craft. We've toured on our own before we even had agents. Like the Black Effect is the first chance we really gotten to even sign a paper we've been mm -hmm. indie for so long and i think that knowing that it comes from someone that you may respect maybe you can listen because people already have in their minds that they can't hear somebody else do it like hearing a sex worker talk we have to treat those episodes with so much care because i don't want you to look at these people like they're beneath us because they're not you know sex to see you walking in wall street when you was on like lunch break yeah, man. When you was working in corporate America. I was like, that's Wheezy. I know, right? You had on your your, your suit. Your, oh, my God. If you go on YouTube and look at, we used to go to the studio right after work. The only reason we stopped doing our regular job, to be honest, is because people were started recognizing us and horrible oh, yeah. decisions came so big. Which is funny because people would tell me, like, you make all this money from corporate. Like, why would you ruin your job talking about sex? And the way that I started to see it change people's lives, I was like, it. Like, I'm always going to be able to go back to the office. This is my prime. And honestly, I wouldn't care to go back to a desk if we ever stop oh, podcasting. No, I ain't never going yeah. back to no desk. I just kind of miss the cheap insurance, to be honest. Oh, that part, too. The cheap insurance? Like, health yeah. insurance? Yeah, health man, insurance. do private insurance, like $700. I just miss that cheap 
it, being able to like you know get that uh, the buy in with the stocks for the company. But I mean, now I think what really our podcast has done for us that's cool. We've both built different businesses. You know, Mandy's selling feminine products. I opened a podcast studio. You come there. And, mm-hmm. like, it's really been able to help us with other ventures that we never saw coming. But I, the reason I say I'm not scared to go back is because if entertainment is a moment in my life, then I'm cool with it. Y'all got merch with y'all, right? Oh, I got some stuff for y'all. Y'all ain't here, but, yeah, I got the some The black stuff sex for y'all. on the seat. We got to get y'all some I want it. It's just the Buddha t-shirt. Oh, I, okay. I'll get you that. I do have a relax. It's just the Buddha And then you really do have to relax, Charlamagne. So that that bull- I have up. had things in my b- before. I've never oh. denied it. Just these, right? Yeah, my wife has put fingers in my. Oh, b- that's, that's the starter kit to something else. No, it's not. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> and totally do you put your hands up there? Do you like it? Do you enjoy it? I'm not a I'm not a fan of that. I don't even like fingers in my b- though. So uh-huh. I don't even like. I gotta be. I'm you gotta spit on him first. Dude, be trying to put a dry finger in. I'd be like, bro, what porn did you watch that made you think the plugging the was fun for me? It's not. Spit on yeah, it. Do no, something. It's because of it's future. Future. You gotta blame yeah. future. What future. I'm gonna put my thumb, thumb in, in your your oh. Yeah, that's that's who we're blaming. Well. Sometimes that'll just take it all the way back down to zero for me. These young rappers I ain't doing it though, huh? <laughs> We appreciate y'all for joining us. Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to the Horrible Decisions podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network, available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Type in horror, we pop up. That's right. (laughs) Mandy, tell them, give them the website and stuff, where to buy merch. Yeah, you guys can uh, buy merch. We have a really dope uh, sweater right now called Black Sexcellence. No kink shaming underneath it. uh, Amidst a whole bunch of other stuff. Last night I made a horrible decision. You guys can get that on Whorehive. Dot com. Um, and also, you can literally listen to us where you listen to your favorite podcast, but make sure you check us out on the iHeartMedia app. That's well, right. damn, do another commercial. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I love you it. Know, I've been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> She's about to take your job, Ange. That's what she's trying to do. <laughs> Thank you guys for having us. Thank you guys. Thank you. Peace, y'all. Thanks for having us. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. For nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with The General. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com to get a hassle-free quote today. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just no, no, us- no, it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. Friday. And the freaky, freaky, freaky Friday question comes from Seven Streeter, who stopped through early in the week, and uh, her and Angela Yee was having a little conversation, and John and Charlamagne jumped his uh, little ass in. Let's see. That's a lie. Well, if his penis is small, and then you put it, you can try anal, but don't do it if it's too big. Really? Okay. Yeah. But okay. I don't want the I don't want the finger penis for the rest of no. the acts. <laughs> but maybe if I tried, you know. What the hell is a finger penis? Like something that's come on now, Charlemagne. <laughs> I don't know what a finger hold penis. Up, is. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up your fingers. And now look in your pants. <laughs> that's a finger penis. Oh, you that's mean like hand, the side of your finger? finger? Yeah, yeah. that's not that. cute. First of all, the only reason I ask because I never had heard that term. You know what I mean? So I like to learn new things. All week long, and he's been wanting to talk about this, but he's been like, yo, man, Angela Yee's not here. Can we discuss the topic? I'm like, yo, let's just wait till Freaky Friday. We base it off the Seven Streeter interview, and now we're here on this radio asking people if they've ever experienced a finger penis. Now, Envy, before we get into the topic, do you have a finger penis? 
That sounds like that's something I should go to human resources for. But it's a topic of discussion. No, How can no, you ask other people but don't want to be asked yourself? That makes no, no I sense. Do not. I do not have a finger penis. What about yourself, sir? I don't think I have a finger penis. But if, you, if you don't think, that means you have one. No, seven inches. I've never seen nobody with a seven inch, three four finger, or eight inch finger. And I this definitely is, got more girth than all the fingers on my hands. Well, let's let's. This is awkward. Let's go to the phone. Why lines. is it awkward? I'm not talking to you about your penis. Why? 585-1051. Hello, who's this? Good morning, it's Mo. Hey, Mo. Have you dealt with a finger penis before? Okay, so y'all, I was in college, right? It was my freshman year, and this dude was in a fraternity, and usually said fraternity is known for being, you know, nasty and this, that, and the third. So it was, was a Q. Like, the Q's, oh, okay, the Q's, the Q's. Shout out the Q's. Come on now. Come on now. Don't do that. So anyway, went to the party, met the guy, started kicking it, texting then probably about two weeks in, he invited me over to his crib. He took it out. I said, pack my stuff up. You got to take me home. We're not doing it. Wow. Damn. So what finger was it? <laughs> you make- um, I'm probably going to go with, I won't say pinky. I'll do ring finger. I'll get him ring finger. finger. Damn. Wow. What if he? Yeah, yeah. What if? What if he'd pointed to the door with his penis and said, "Well, go that way." <laughs> well, then, hey, it is what it is. But he definitely ain't getting none of this. And then from then on, on I had a thing where like I had to kind of like size it up my, first, my myself before I even did anything. What and you mean, now size it up? I'm content and happy. All right, hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's up? What's your name? Freddie Fingers. Yeah, my name G. Oh, what's All up, right. G? We're talking. Uh, what's going on, Solomon? What's going on, Andrew? What's up, bro? You We're ever talking? experienced a finger penis? <laughs> no, I ain't experienced none of that. I got a finger penis. Oh, okay. Uh, I like the honesty, the self-awareness. Tell us more. Ain't nothing wrong with a finger penis because, uh, you know what I'm saying, it's just how you work it. Okay. You know I, I was prepared from a young age, so uh, I learned how to basically work my finger penis, you know? So do you tell women beforehand? Do you let them know, like, look, you know, I got a finger penis? No, I, I kind of psych the mind for it. Talk to me. I kind of probe. What I do is I uh, kind of see, you know, see who, I, who I'm, I'm liking. I mean, you know, I kind of ask questions beforehand. Yeah, because you should prepare women for uh, that disappointment. So they're not disappointed. You, you don't know, want them to have an expectation. Hey, 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 hey nobody's just, hey, no, I, I haven't disappointed since 19, 19 something, man. I, I mean, I'm pretty good on mine. Okay, give us one I tip. You work it. Got to get that G spot. Give us one tip you uh, on how to use your 11th finger. Tell us, what's one thing you do that's good? You can't slow stroke too much. Oh, that makes sense. You got, you got, you got, to, got to kind of do it like rapid a fire. Rapid. F- you got to do it like a rapid. Rapid fire. F- I get it. Okay. All right, exactly. Charlotte, I didn't need to see exactly. that. Okay, I understand. Exactly. Uh, well, thank you for calling. You know, hope- so if, if you imitate the, the rabbit, you, you, you might be better off. You know. Okay. Well, ho- hold on, bro. I think you and Charlamagne can bond a little more. So you hold on, all right? Hello, who's this? Brittany. Hey, Brittany. Talk to me about the finger penises, man. Yeah, we can't give him a finger because that's just, you know, a middle finger. It's strictly a pinky, the smallest one. What? Mm-mm-mm. Listen, this is just a, this is just a hookup that would have turned into something more if there wasn't a pinky. But it gets better. A few weeks later, I found out my aunt was dating his uncle. They were related, and they're friends in the family. Wow. wow. Pinky penis is hereditary. So clearly she's not with him anymore either, but yeah, I guess so. We got to stop the pinky penis shaming, though. Yes, we no, we don't. I mean, there's nothing a man oh, can I do can't, about it. You can't do nothing about it. They're born like that. You can't shame the man because his penis looked like a pinky. You and I bet, I, bet you he was a, I bet you he was probably a terrible person, too, wasn't he? No, that's the thing. He was great, but how do you... You can't have sex with him if you don't feel. 
Wow. But see, don't you feel like you might have missed your blessing? What do you really want? If God sends you a good man and he's a nice person and he treats you right, but he got a little pinky penis, you mad? Like, shouldn't you figure out a way to work that? You can't settle, though. I have a great man right now who does not have a, a finger at all. What about an extendo? That's what they need to do. They need to make like extendos for men, like weave for men, so I we can have do. like an extension. I think they do. They got surgery. You got to do that. No, you can't get no surgery for your penis. I think you can. No, you You're can't. Ain't no PPL. You yes, can get is. a surgery for anything nowadays. No, yes. bro. Ain't no surgery to make your penis bigger. We you just can stuck. get a penis surgery. Call Absolutely. Dr. Miami right now. You can. I think you can. I don't believe that. But God bless that woman and God bless all the women dealing with finger penises. We got another call? Yeah, let's take one more. Hello, who's this? This little boy, Jay. How y'all doing? Good, good. You dealt with a pinky penis before? No, no. Why y'all let Angela Lee sit up there and see me shame like that, man? That's messed up, man. Oh, you relax. Small, relax, you, you little hitchhiker. You must got a thumb. You got a finger penis. No, man. I'm, I, I got three kids, man. I'm good. My wife ain't never had no problem. Okay, okay, okay. So why are you upset then? Yeah, put her on the phone. Because, man, because, dad, like, we could just look down at our pants and be like, you know, trust me, growing up. <laughs> <finish, laughs> yeah. Oh, have mercy. Well, thank you for calling. And I'm sorry for your problem, bro. Lord, have mercy, sir. Your wife still loves you, though. I thank God for my penis size. I really do. I'm not the biggest, but you know, man, I ain't got no pinky. Boy, what you supposed to do with that? <laughs> what you say, Taylor? <laughs> Taylor, get on the microphone. What'd you say? If you got a pinky penis, you should do what? Just rub it on, you know. And you, but usually, you know, guys that have pinky, uh, they're really good at oral. Okay, that makes sense. If you had a pinky penis, that's what I would do. I'd just rub it on the Let's start a fire. Okay. <laughs> well, you, 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 can't, you can't say that, but all right. Well, rub Ooh, it. Gracious. There you go. What's the moral of the story, Pinky Penis Guy? Right, the moral of the story is God bless everybody, man, with finger penises. We ain't trying to shame y'all this weekend. But have a good, have uh, have the best weekend you can. My goodness. Okay? All right, we got more coming up next. We're The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne, you got a positive note for the people? The positive note of the day today is very simple. No matter who tries to teach you lessons about life, you won't understand it until you go through it on your own. Breakfast Club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done? 